Welcome everyone to 10 Minute Video Game Tips from Rated G Games. I'm your host Dan and today's topic is going to be beginner tips for Spellbreak. For those unfamiliar with what Spellbreak might be, it is a battle royale with magic instead of guns. And no building, so Fortnite without building. It's available on all current gen consoles and PC, also including crossplay. And I can't stress enough how important crossplay is. Spellbreak is also completely free to play and has microtransactions like a lot of the other battle royale games you might play. Uh, But before we get into the tips for the game, I wanted to run down how it's a little bit different than some of the other battle royales. Instead of having weapons in the game, you have what are called gauntlets, and they give you your magic powers. But instead of finding everything once you enter the game, you do start each match with one gauntlet already equipped, which can be one of six elements, fire, frost, stone, toxic, wind, and lightning. And that will stick with you through the remainder of the match. Once you hit the ground, you can start looting chests and you're able to equip a second gauntlet, among other pieces of of equipment and runes. The loot that you find in the chest has different rarities like common is white, uncommon is green, rare is blue, epic is purple, and orange is legendary. And everything can be swapped out and mixed and matched other than the gauntlet that you started the match with. But you can upgrade that from the white common that you start the match with to a more rare and more damaging gauntlet. Knowing that, the rest of the game plays out pretty much like any other battle royale. You have to be the last person or team standing. So with the basics all laid out, let's get into the tips. Tip number one. The absolute very first thing you should do when you land in Spellbreak is to find yourself a belt. The belt being one of the three types of equipment and the one that can give you shields. Without a belt equipped, you are solely reliant on your hit points to stay alive. But once you equip a belt, then you can find little shield boosts to help regenerate your shields if they get knocked out. One thing to keep in mind is that the health potions and armor shards grant you health and shields over time and are not just one big heal. They do, however, stack, so if you need to heal up quickly or recover your shields quickly, you can drink multiple at the same time and get a little boost. Tip number two. I do need to back up for a second and give a tip for the initial drop. Unlike other battle royales, when you push forward when you're falling, you don't actually fall to the ground faster. That just moves you around up in the air. So when dropping in Spellbreak, it's best to find exactly where you want to land, don't push forward after that, and look around and see if enemies are dropping near you. That way you can get a good bead on their location right off the bat and either be ready to defend against them or to go attack them right away. Tip number three. One of the first mistakes I made when I started playing Spellbreak was when I saw my first enemy to just start blasting. But Spellbreak really lends itself to a more measured approach. Be sure to use your sorceries in conjunction with your spells. Now the sorceries are the secondary powers that your gauntlets have. I will use the frost gauntlet as an example since that's the one I use the most in my time playing. The spell for the frost gauntlet is the ice lance, which you charge up and fire almost like a sniper rifle. The sorcery is called flash freeze, so it chills an area surrounding your character and can freeze other characters who are trapped inside of that. It can be easy when you come across an enemy to just start flinging your spells, but keep in mind your sorceries. Many times they can be combined together to make even more powerful effects. So that's something to think about if you're playing with a partner or a group of people. You can mitigate your mana use by getting a better amulet which increases your maximum mana or by having higher rarity gauntlets which use less mana per cast. 
Tip number four. One thing to keep in mind about spell break, and it was something that took me a little bit of while to get used to, uh, first of all, even notice, but second, get used to, is that there is friendly fire, which means you can damage both yourself and your teammates if you're not careful. So it again circles back to my last tip in that you should not just spam attacks. You gotta be careful about your placements, especially with your sorceries. I've even damaged myself with the flame wall from the fire gauntlet, not paying attention to what I was doing and hitting the wrong button. These types of mistakes can be devastating, especially late in the game when you're trying to get that win. Tip number five. And for my fifth and final tip, hide in a tree. Hiding and ambushing is something I very much like to do in these types of games. And Spellbreak has crazy mobility, so it's very easy to get yourself up into a tree and hide amongst the branches and leaves. It can be an easy way to get some distance from an enemy to heal or recover your shields, or you can, as I said, lay and wait in ambush. So that is all for my beginner tips for Spellbreak. I definitely plan on doing a more advanced tips for this game once I learn the ins and outs a little bit more. I have been extremely impressed with it thus far, though. It's it's a surprisingly good game, and me and my daughter had quite a bit of fun playing together uh, in duos. Her on her Switch and me on my PC. Again, cross-play for the win. So thank you so much for listening to 10-Minute Video Game Tips Podcast from Rated G Games. I am Dan. You can follow me on my social medias, Twitter at Rated G Games and Instagram at Rated G Games, both of which you can find in the show notes. You can watch me live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Rated G Games or search me on YouTube, Rated G Games. You can also email me directly at RatedGGameStation at gmail.com. All these links are also available on my website, ratedggames.com. So if you can't remember any of the social links or whatever, or the Twitch links, it's all on ratedggames.com. I just put that up the other day. Uh, still a work in progress, but I'm, I'm pretty happy with how it's turned out so far. So yeah, check me out there too. Thanks again for listening, and I will see you next time.